Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, welcome once again to another episode of the Small Business Surgeon. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm here today with a uh, new friend of mine, uh, Pedro Meneses from uh, the Apex Group. Now, uh, Pedro is a podcaster, he is a uh, real estate agent, and he has a marketing company too, so uh, a real treat to have him on the show today. Pedro, welcome. Thanks, brother. Thank you for having me. Uh, Sorry, man, I don't mean to interrupt you. Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, do you need to? No, I just. I'm not recording. (laughs) We can start. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to. Yeah, no. I mean, the reason why I interrupt is because I know when you're recording, you can see on Zoom that you're recording. Uh, I'm using uh, I'm using OBS. Um, Oh, okay. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt. Just want to make sure, bro. Because I have done that shit too, man. And I know I know your guests can see that you're recording, so I didn't see it. So I was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> all right well we'll leave that in the show because it is uh, it is quite uh, <laughs> it's, yeah always check you've pressed the recording button but no i use uh, uh for those listening i use a software called obs and that oh, allows okay. me to it allows me to control the audio channels coming in and out as well as the video channels so uh, but right. yeah good good catch on that because there is no little red light but we are recording uh, so welcome okay, again man. pedro <laughs> thank you for checking that and uh, man let's just keep on we'll keep on going we'll plow straight through this so man you're a podcaster um, a real estate agent, and you have a, a marketing company too. So the, the two of us, we're not that different, are we? I know. Yeah, it's, it, it is crazy, man. You know, when you start getting involved into a bunch of other stuff, and and then you know, after years of trying to get things done, and then you got to a point like, holy shit, I didn't know I have all these skills, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, eventually, you start taking action, and then you start like, wow, I'm, I'm actually good at this. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, that is something that definitely happened with me with a with the podcast. You know, like when I started my podcast, it was like. I don't know what in the hell I'm doing, you know? And when I hear my first episode, I'm like, shit, man, like, this is bad. Dude, but, I, don't, no. I don't even like listening back to mine. I, <laughs> I do it so I can get better, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You know what? I, you know, that's exactly why, why, why I listened to my first episode, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I just want to keep track of how much I have, uh, I have developed my skills, you know, but it is incredible, you know, because I think life at some point takes you to do certain things that let you to discover those skills that you have in you to then later start serving other people. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. No doubt. And, you know, sometimes uh, I go back and I, I look and I click on the videos that I made because I've been doing videos and podcasts for uh, over three years now. And I click on the first ones and they were absolutely terrible. And um, I'm just so happy I didn't quit, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I think listening to the work we've done in the past really helps us to uh, to build. So um, <clears throat> now... How did you get into real estate? Because um, I got here, you're a realtor, and I've, I've taken a click around. You're you're an EXP realtor like me, which seems to be uh, it seems to be the way a, a lot of the more independently minded guys go. Um, yeah. What was your journey into real estate like? Because most people they don't just wake up, walk out of high school, and start a real estate business. So how did you get yeah. going in that? Well, you know, man, it's interesting because um, my goal was actually to prepared to get my license this year, 2021. Mm-hmm. But you know, man, I think I always say that COVID last year, for me, 2020 was a blessing, you know? I mean, you get what you focus on, right? Absolutely. You know, a lot of people like to focus on all this negative shit and, and, and how complaining and blaming everything that was going on last year, man. I think for me, it was an opportunity because 
I was dealing with my marketing company, right? And I, as you know, I, I, my marketing companies, uh, we work with craft breweries, right? Mm -hmm. But the craft brewery uh, industry, man, just got hit really hard. So, you know, a lot of people started like shutting down. It was like, man, we're going to have to postpone everything that we're planning. So I found myself with all this time in my hands, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, my wife has been in real estate for two years and uh, she's been doing great, you know, and our goal was always for me to eventually involve in the business, get my license so I can learn the industry. I can learn the business and, and build it with her, you know, so yeah, yeah, and sure. the opportunity show up, you know, and I was like, I have all this time in my hands, you know. And when I first joined, I remember a lot of people, oh man, it's going to take you like six months to get your license and all this set, all this stuff. And like, you know what? That's bullshit because if I get to work, I can get this shit done very quick. And here in Texas, uh, you know, it's 180 hours mm -hmm. to get your yeah. license. And I went through the entire process in two months and a half, like yeah. from getting knocked at 180 hours, getting my test. And, and that's how I get it done. And that's how I end up finally getting into the real estate. I've been around the industry, you know, when, when I first started doing marketing i remember that like i think that's every single digital marketer when they begin you know they want they, they want to like oh i want to work with really realtors you know i want to uh generate leads for real estate if he's not real estate he's like roofing or some contractor yeah, kind of stuff, uh -huh. you know so Dude, that, that's, that's exactly like, how i got into into selling real estate was i was i was working in marketing i had a, a video company and a, a media company we were generating leads for folks and I thought, oh, you know what? Realtors have a lot of money. I'll go after realtors. <laughs> and then, um, you know, um, I, I got in among the realtors and I realized that, you know, m my background uh, is in oil and gas law. I was, a, I was a landman for many years in Texas. And I realized I got that real estate background. And again, I'm like you. It took me like two months to, to get in and focus and study and knock out those 180 hours. And then um, it's been... It, it's been you know great ever since but it's really strange how we've we've got like the same path dude it's it's crazy yeah. watching you out there so you, you you got your you got your tests done and um then what happened because we're we're right in the middle of a pandemic man i just get to work you know like i was telling you man i think at this point and i know that your show is, is towards entrepreneurs man and, and i think the biggest thing that you can put in your mind is stop making the excuses because it doesn't matter where you find yourself in man it doesn't matter what's in what season we are in life we fucking world is falling apart you just got to get to work you know and that's pretty much what i did man like i got my license and, and immediately we got to work like i started generating my own leads even before i got my license you know like i right. passed the test all right, I'm not waiting for these guys to give me my license. I'm going to start working right away. And then we get to work with my wife and then we start generating leads immediately, which is at this point, you know, for us, it's a little bit easier because I've been doing marketing. So I know how that works. I know how yeah. to generate our own leads and all that stuff. But like you said at the beginning, man, that freedom of uh, having the ability to work uh, in a company or, or partner with a company where you have the freedom to do things your own way. You know, I was Dude. talking with somebody earlier yeah. today, man. Uh, some new member that we bring into our team that he's working with this broker in Minnesota and they pretty much don't let him do anything. It's like, they even tell him how they, what can and what he cannot post on his social media. And I quote oh, shit, man. you know? No, that, like, that is, that's terrible. The, the exactly. great thing about EXP, dude, is, uh, and again, this isn't an EXP promotional show at all, um, but the great yeah. thing about them is they, provided I'm legal and ethical, they, they leave me alone, man. They let me do whatever I want regarding my marketing, provided it, it, it meets all the legal requirements and provided it's completely ethical and above board. So it, it's great. They actually let me grow a business like I know how to grow it. Yeah. 
And you know, I think, like you said, it's not about promoting another company, but you know, at the end of the day, is if you're an entrepreneur, you want to you want to own your own business. Like, what do you really want from it? You know, like like how how dedicated you want to be to it, and and, and if you really are right after that freedom, I mean, you cannot just depend on someone else to tell you what to do and how to do it. You know, like. Like, and have the idea that you are, oh, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a self-employed. No, man, you're not, a, you're another mm-hmm. employee. If that's yeah. the case, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely know. And I've worked for some, uh, I've worked for some national brand brokerages before. And, uh, you know, the, the number of people that would rely on the broker to, to, to give them floor calls and just answer the phones. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, there's a 35% fee for getting a phone call. And yeah. <laughs> If you generate your own leads and own your own own your own channels, I mean, it's just it, it's wonderful. It's such a much better business uh, to be involved with. So yeah, and, and you know, man, I think at some point because I, I know a lot of people, uh, especially in the entrepreneur world, man, a lot of people is like, man, I don't know how to do marketing. I don't know how to generate my leads, and I'd rather pay somebody, and that's completely fine, you know. Mm-hmm. But I still believe that you should get some sort of involvement in how to generate leads and have some basic knowledge on social media marketing and all that kind of stuff, man. I think it's important that uh, you add that knowledge into, into your life, because even if you're not going to do it, at least you know, know a foundation and you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. And that's probably the reason why I believe a lot of people fail with all this lead generation online and stuff, because they just like, Oh yeah, we'll pay you. You know, mm-hmm. and they pay all these companies that they generate all these thousands of leads, but they're shitty leads, you know, or they're recycled leads. And, and they don't have like understanding where these leads are coming from, Absolutely. what is not working, what they need to have in place. So it's just a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I mean, you, you know, don't do shit on your own, you know. I did. I got into affiliate marketing back in you know oh eight oh nine and learned about landing pages and paid traffic and all that stuff. And uh, you know, I spent a lot of time uh, working online. I had had a couple of different online companies, online brands, and um, you know, the the one thing I've learned now is. Um, all our leads we generate are organic. Uh, they're all social media based. They're all referral based. And uh, I've got like 14 clients that I'm working with directly right now. And you know, I'm adding a couple a week, and we're closing a couple. And you know, I, I'm trying to move it up to about that 30 client range. Um, but what I've done is um, now I understand the front end of the funnel. I'm looking to actively hire someone to run and manage that front end, and um, you know, build out those lead campaigns and, and do all that because that is like you know when we go back to the time buckets out of our training that's the 25 to 50 dollar an hour tasks that we can pay and we can farm out yeah. if people do but man so many people jump into it without an understanding of what exactly happens you know and yep. they don't they don't know what a pixel is you know and they they don't know how to set this stuff up and uh, it's um it's definitely something i highly recommend taking the time to learn before you hire somebody to uh, to mess with it yeah, at least the basic, you know, so you can understand what's going on, you mm-hmm. know, especially in the back office where all this happens, you know, because the front end is easy, you know, like we generate a lot of stuff organically too. And I totally agree with you, you know, mm-hmm. like, like you can pay for ads and that's completely great. We do it. But I think the the most powerful thing you can do is just build that uh, authority in your marketplace mm-hmm. through your organic marketing, you know, through your content, through adding value to the market, to uh, putting stuff out there that can add value to the people you want to reach. That's very powerful, man. And, you know, that's kind of like how we have built a brand, too. You know, like people now, you know, in our Apex group, right? Like somebody yeah. happened, somebody needs a realtor in Dallas. And this happens in 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 in. in, in since, well, the people start talking us more since I joined because I'm very strong with our marketing, organic right. marketing on social media for me and my wife, you know? So now somebody asks, oh, who's the realtor to go in Dallas? And immediately they, they both, everybody tag us, right, you know? Right, right. 
And yeah. that is so that's an authority that we have built organically just by putting ourselves out there and doing the work daily consistently. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, it's the same here in my group in College Station. I set up a group and when people ask about the real estate guy, I get, I get tagged. And, um, you know, there's probably a lot more people ask about realtors in Dallas than there is in College Station, but it's the same thing. It's the same formula, you know, and, and it works. And, and my when I set out to define my ideal clients, um, you know, it's a guy that's 10 years either side of my age. It's got a certain income level and all that stuff. But the most important thing about my ideal client was that he already knew who I was when he called me. And um, yeah. that has just been a, an incredible time saver because through all the organic marketing we've done, when the phone rings, it's like, hey, Sam, I'm ready to do business. And it's 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 wonderful. So, um, yeah. And, and you know, uh, another thing that people need to understand, man, regardless of what industry you're in, man, there's, I believe that 2020 changed consumer behavior so much, especially because oh, no everybody doubt. was online. You know, everybody was pretty much stick to their phone 24 seven. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that I noticed recently, man, um, is that people want that value before you can actually get into a call with them. A lot of people want to like, get on a call right away. As soon as the lead comes in, mm -hmm. man, sometimes for us, uh, it takes couple of days before we can get into that call because we have a system where we qualify the leads first you know mm -hmm. like we have that conversation with them first in messenger right yeah and we go through all that conversation we ask them questions uh we make sure that these people that we that that fits our criteria you know the people mm -hmm. that we want to do business with and then after we can qualify that lead then we keep adding that value and then uh eventually people sometimes they even by the time they get, we, they, they, we send them to the lender. By the time we're going to start seeing homes, dude, sometimes they don't, they don't even hear our voice, but until right. the first time we met like a couple weeks later, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's ideal. And it, you're right. It's all about adding value uh, in the marketplace to get the, uh, the recognition out there. Because uh, again, I say this a lot. Um, I'm repeating it from my coaches, but people buy from people that they know, they like, and they trust. So... Run us through a couple of things that you do to validate yourself within the marketplace and build that trust up. What do, what do you do to uh, to do that? Well, you know, man, I will say that first of all, I'm my, uh, I'm just being myself out there, you know. Uh, and I, <laughs> yeah, think I couldn't agree more. Important. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, for real, man. I think that's very important. You know, I see all these people on social media trying to pretend someone they're not. You know, <laughs> because here's the thing, man. I, I I I like to be real. I like to say shit straight the way it is. And I, people don't like that sometimes, you know, even I have people, even my own wife at some point, she was like, oh, you cost too much. I don't give a fuck. That's who I am. You know? <laughs> I mean, eventually, yeah, I, it's something that probably I, I should change a little bit. No. It costs a little bit less. But no, you know what, man? This is, this is who I am. And when I do the process of changing certain things that are not right in my life, I'm going to still show it out who the fuck I am right now. You know, and, uh, that's what I'm doing. Man, <laughs> you know, it, it's like I'm interviewing myself here almost. Because I spent my first two years in real estate wearing uh, shirts and jackets and you know slacks and, and I, I wasn't happy. Um, I was attracting clients, but they weren't like me. I didn't enjoy hanging out with them. I didn't enjoy working with them. And you know, as, as a realtor, you you create a bond with a client. You, there's there's a, a massive amounts of trust there that you have to, uh, to 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 nurture. And you know, man, since changing. Obviously, I'm in a hoodie today because it's cold, but pretty much my uniform is the same as yours. Um, it's, a, it's a black T-shirt. It's blue jeans. It's a hat if I want one. And since changing that, and, and you know, I don't say fuck for the sake of saying it, but it does come out sometimes. <laughs> it comes out in conversation. It comes out in my videos. It comes out in my podcasts. 
and what what's happened is I've generated a much stronger bond between the clients that I do have and the people right. that don't like to hear the word fuck go and find another person to work with and that's okay there's there's 1100 realtors in my market you know I, I don't yeah. want to serve everyone I want to serve the people like me so you know do you do much do you do much uh, video marketing do you do much group marketing tell us a little bit about how you actually uh, interact with these guys well you know so just to piggyback a little bit. So I'm being myself out there, right? Yeah. And, and I think one of the most important thing is being intentional with how you create your content and what are you gonna do to reach out to people? Ooh. You know, and, and, and like I said, you have to put everything, like my content, it's, you know this, but and I don't know, people in your audience are, are listen to the podcast, you know, like, like I have built my brand. It's gonna sound silly, but it works. You know, I have built my brand around my beard and my love for beer. Yeah. And everybody, and everybody knows that, you know? So when I discovered, it was like, okay, this is how people identify me. So I'm going to use this for my brand, you know? So now everybody knows who I am, <laughs> you know? But it isn't. Your brand's a silhouette of your beard. I love it. It's, it's a fantastic <laughs> brand. It's a fantastic beard. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much leveraging who I am to be putting myself out there. You know, I like all the motivational stuff. I like to to uh, steer the pod, you know, with some controversial content once in a while here and there. And, and, and I like to share my experiences and people identify with that raw content that you can put out there. But, you know, man, uh, pretty much I think the, 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 the strategy that has worked best for me is just being myself out there, you know? Like, for example, if I'm in a group, there's people asking questions, but let's talk about groups for a second, right? Oh, I love so groups. Love groups, groups, man, it's a great way where you can find leads. Uh, I haven't used it too much in real estate to find, like, like buyers or sellers, but mm -hmm. it's been very effective for me right now to have referral partners, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. because you know the other day uh and here's the thing man like everybody doesn't take the time to add that value so my strategy in groups is i go into the groups right uh, and i and i look at these conversations happening or these people posting asking questions about marketing asking questions about lead generation asking questions about the things that i know how to do yeah. and what i do is i jump in there and instead of uh, instead of commenting something stupid or something that it doesn't add any value you know i can write a two paragraph response in the thread, you know, explaining them how they can do X, Y, C, right? Mm -hmm. And that value that you add to them, and they appreciate it, especially that these people that is seriously and sincerely looking for help, they will reach out to you, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, I made a post about uh, uh, Facebook ads. Uh, no, somebody made a post about Facebook ads and I went into the post and I commented what we, we're doing for the past three months. Like right. in the past three months, man, we've been generating over, I'm probably sure, almost 400 leads in, 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 in three months, almost four months. And we'll be spending only $10 a day. Yeah, that's strong, ads. man. That's strong. You know? Yeah. So I was talking about that. What's that? That's that, about three bucks a lead, three to four bucks. A yeah. Lead. That, that's, that's something really like good. that. Yeah. That's really good. That's cheap for real estate. You oh, know? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, the thing is that out of that value that I add to these people, I had like three people reaching out to me and I made these connections and then we hop, hop in a Zoom call and I explained them, I walked through the process, I helped them re, uh, reinforce their offer and how they can craft their offer better mm -hmm. so they can attract more, uh, they, they can attract their own leads. Some of them are working already, you know, they're like, man, this shit works, you know, and they're really happy about it. But I'm building those relationships because these people is people that I want you know, you know what EXP, you can build your own team. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah, adding yeah. this value so I can attract these people to me and I can serve them and provide them with the tools and what we have done so far to build our business. 
and they can have access to this too, you know, because it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to learn all this shit and just keep it to myself, you know? No, not at all. Like, like there's, there's so much, there's so much market space out there. Um, yeah. yeah I, I'd much rather share what I know and unite with people and form alliances and, and make even more money rather than keep it to myself. And, and you know, it's, it's like having 10% of a hundred people's efforts or a hundred percent of one person's efforts, you know, I'd, I'd rather yeah. go the other way. And, you know, and the same thing happened with uh, some people that I connected with, man, it was crazy because uh, it was a thread in a real estate group where like somebody just asked where you are, where are you from and what area do you serve? You know, and I was just Dallas, Texas. I just put that's that was the whole uh, comment. Mm -hmm. And I had people reaching out and they have two referral leads for me. You know, yeah. I'm working with one of them. We're waiting on the second one. And just building that authority. But now I have these people in my personal profile, right? They're friends of mine on, on Facebook now. And now we're having that interaction where we're becoming familiar with each other. Yeah. They're liking my posts. They're asking questions. They see my memes. They see the things that we're doing. And then people start asking you those questions. Hey, man, how are you doing all this stuff, you know? And that's, that's the hook, you know? <laughs> there you go. Like, hey, man, this is how <laughs> I'm doing it. And, uh, this, and, and, and I don't mind showing them and giving them some, some of the things that we have done so far. And then, man, you want more, you can just come and join us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And I've got a few agents signed up under me at, at EXP. It's not something I actively promote, but it's definitely something I want to look at this year because it, it's very uh, it's very similar to uh, any small business. And uh, obviously the point of this podcast is helping business owners succeed. And if, man, if I can help real estate agents succeed, then uh, bring them on, come on in. Yeah. Because uh, honestly, the, the water is lovely. I've never, I've never worked with uh, a company as uh, as progressive as exp i'm very pleased with uh, with with having joined them so right um dude let's spend a little bit of time on your marketing company so you you're a marketing company for craft beer and covid hits now we have a marketing company and we would specialize in transportation so my eggs weren't all in one basket. We had a whole bunch of different clients, but all in that transportation space. And for us, you know, March 16th, every client kind of said, hey, pump the brakes here. So what happened uh, to you with, uh, with the, the, the brewery marketing? And how did you kind of pivot around that and keep that marketing company going? Well, you know, man, um, I don't know what your industry, but in the craft beer, man, um, it was a little bit different than restaurants and bars because... Uh, even at the point where they start opening with some restrictions, the breweries couldn't open because they, most of them, they don't sell food, you know, it's, it's mostly oh, tap yeah. rooms and, yeah. and, and the tap room business model is pretty much just beer, you know, like some of them have some partnership with restaurants around or food uh, trucks, usually yeah. during, during the weekend is when they bring the food trucks mm -hmm. and all that yeah. stuff. So, uh, man, to be honest with you, um, there was not much I could do, you know, at that point. And, uh, I started looking for different solutions at least to keep working with some of them you know and and uh thank god you know like when you have your network yeah you know, that's that's how when you have a powerful network that's how um uh, th that's one of the biggest blessings i had man back there because i get to connect with other people uh i know you show you know uh adam and uh marshall from Surrey, yeah. Pay, mm -hmm. you know yeah and at the time adam was launching a online menu platform for restaurants you know, but the mm -hmm. benefit of the platform was that they didn't have to put any money up front. Uh, they just had to set up a merchant account for that system only. Mm -hmm. And then they will set up on their Facebook, their online menu or on their website and all that stuff. And from every transaction that they will make through that uh, um, online menu, uh, obviously there will be a percentage that will be paid to to Adam, right? 
So I pretty much took the same thing and we partnered with that. And then we started implementing for brewers because, you know, the craft beer industry is an industry that hasn't developed very much. There's not much right. like self-development stuff. There's like, there's still not that entrepreneurship spirit in there, you know, mm -hmm. because most of them is like, uh, I will say maybe 80% of the industry is people that were home brewers and then everybody yes. in the neighborhood yeah. who were like, hey man, you make good beer, you should open a business. Mm -hmm. But at this point, they have no fucking clue how to run a business. You know? <laughs> and they and they still believe that it is about to make good beer. Yeah, that was through 10, 15 years ago, man. But we live in 2021. We live in a digital world, you know? Like mm -hmm. nowadays, uh, you have to know how to run a business and you know how to do marketing because if not, yeah. you're going to... You got to stand behind and then your business might shut down, you know, and that's the truth. Dude, one of the things I've found is like the specialty. So whatever it is, be it a realtor, be it a brewer, be it an electrician, be it whatever, the specialty is only about 10% of it. You can be great at the specialty, but you need that other 90% that's actually running the business. And dude, it took me like 10 years in the trenches to figure that out. Um, Absolutely, man. So, you know, uh, we didn't do much, to be honest with you. Um but my goal was to just keep the name out there, you know, mm -hmm. among everything else and just find a solution for other people. So uh, we pretty much the people that we were working during 2020, man, at some point we had a, we, we worked for free for a couple of months just to help Dude, them keep alive. We did know? too. And that's, a, yeah, we and that's something too. that you have to do, you know, like, especially when you're a business owner or you're an entrepreneur, man, like that's some sacrifices that you have to make sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know what? let's or let's like the deal that we work with most of them you know like you don't have to pay me nothing up front but we have to work on your marketing we have to build the systems and make sure that you have people um driving traffic into these online menus so we can make some profit you know mm -hmm. so that's pretty much how i did it and that's pretty much how we get through 2020 man so right now with the marketing company i'm kind of like uh, changing the entire services and, and because I, I, I don't want nothing to be related to COVID anymore, you know? No, so I want not. to, I want to move forward because there's a lot of things changing. Uh, a lot of things are changing in the industry. So we're working in a whole new structure and, and new services. And I'm partnering with other people that can help me fulfill some of these services. And uh, man, I have people reaching out already, even without me putting anything out there, but everything is because what we did last year, serving others, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about the network and the service. And I've quoted this before, but it was Zig Ziglar that said, if you help other people get what they want, they will help you get what you want. You know, and exactly. It's, yeah, it's it, the law of reciprocity really is magic. And it's it's something I it, it, honestly, it took me far too long before I grasped it. I'm, I'm ashamed of how long I was in business and how long I kind of tried to struggle by myself and carry the weight of everything because I thought that's what a good leader did. But it, it really isn't, is it? Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Like, definitely as a leader, yeah, at some point you're going to might take care of almost everything, but I think your goal as a leader should be to delegate to other people too, you know, and guide other people and raise other people and teach other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's one of the big roles of a leader, you know. It's not only, like, you know, I always have this idea of, like, for example, with the real estate, right? If I'm going to start, we're going to start bringing agents under us and we're going to help them, you know. My goal is not for them just to act like they're employees for us, you know. Like my goal is like, okay, now you're learning all this for, 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 for like pretty much like Jesus said, I go and make disciples, right? Like yeah. I'm teaching you all this stuff right now. You're learning all this. You have the moral obligation to go out there and start teaching other people too, you know? Absolutely. Because yeah. Especially in this world that, that man, I think we've never been in a, in a time in, 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 in human history with so much negativity is going around. Oh, There's God, so much bad stuff going on out there, man. I think right now it's, it's 
uh, entrepreneurs, so even business owners, man, they have to raise the bar a little bit and start really, really focusing on how they can serve others and build other people to be leaders too, you know? That, that's why I always try and post positive stuff on Facebook. And really, man, up until a couple of years ago, my main focus in business was making money. And I made plenty of money, but there, there was just a hole there. It was kind of... It was kind of empty. It, it wasn't fulfilling at all, and we changed. Um, we changed our outlook on life and made it about helping people. And now all I do is worry about helping people, both inside my company and outside my company. And when people come work for me, uh, I live in a very transient town. Obviously, it's College Station, Texas. People come, they go, they come, they go. And all I can do is it's my job to help everybody that works for me become the best version of themselves possible i give them as much as i can and the rewards are huge and you know if you're out here listening to this you know one piece of advice i've got for you stop focusing on the money and start focusing on the people around you start focusing on helping the uh, the people around you so yeah, I totally agree with you, man. Yeah, and that's very powerful, you know, because when you make that switch or you, you you change your focus, man, it's just incredible how things start changing, you know, how people start paying attention to you, how people start reaching out to you, and then people start getting to recognize your effort, you know? It, it is. It's it's wonderful. So um, I've got a list of questions for you, um, you know, that I try and uh, weave around into what we're doing. I don't want to get too off track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're similar ages. Um, but how did you first discover that you had an entrepreneurial spirit? You know, because most guys that I run across, um, they start when they're kids. You know, right. what was it in you that fired it up? You know, man, that's not that was not the case for me. And I, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of people. Most of these stories you hear out there. Oh man, I was selling uh, Cheetos <laughs> in 25 that, in a little like like like. I did that with you know candy, I mean? dude. I did it with candy. Yeah, selling Straight candy, out. whatever, whatever you were just yeah. selling in school. No, man, that was not me at all, man, because, you know, I, uh, I'm, first of all, I'm originally from Guatemala. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, read uh, that, yeah. I, yeah, I grew up in a, a very good family. You know, my dad, uh, he was successful. I, I, I really don't know how successful he was because he always keep that very, very privately for himself. Mm -hmm. But after realizing that he literally gave us each of his kids were five their own house, you know, the title to our own house. I think that's someone yeah, that that's really successful. That's though. the kind of yeah. shit that is, that's only successful people, uh, does yeah but you know man i'm the little one uh i only have sisters so for me um i'm, I'm like the eyes of my parents you know so <laughs> growing up i was very spoiled i was like very uh grew up very being very entitled when i turned a teenager i became a a big mess man like you know the, the type of teenager that is bad at school that always getting in trouble and, mm -hmm. and all because and all because I was raised, I was growing up with this mentality of like the fucking world owes me something, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I didn't understood a lot of stuff there, man. Like I pretty much wasted most of my life, and it was not until I turned twenty four when shit started getting more real, you know. And I was trying to. I never liked working for somebody, man. I I, I always hated it. I think the longest I lasted in a freaking job was like eight months. For uh, real. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and and you know when you don't when you don't have access to different things that can help you. Uh, discover those things that are in you that there's some there's a point in life where you're like man there's something in me that's different you know and i always felt that mm -hmm. way my entire life man I, I never fit in uh not even with my friends man you know like my all, all my best friends the ones i grew up with like by the time i was by the time they were like graduating from college and getting good jobs and all, i was fucking around man and i was just <laughs> spending my dad's money you know and yeah. that's that's the truth you know and uh 
So for me, man, all this entrepreneurship, uh, I think it was always there in me, but it never really came out until I was like 25. Um, well, when I was 24, 23, I think I remember exactly, but I got, I was engaged. Mm -hmm. uh, that shit didn't work because again, man, like my family always tried to uh, get involved into my life. My mom was a very controlling, no, don't blame her. You know, they got divorced when I was eight years old. So I think my mom's mission was to raise a man that would not be like his dad, you know? Right, right, so, of course, yeah. Um, so my mom, my mom really, uh, really stopped me from doing a lot of stuff, you know? So I think in my early 20s, man, I always wanted to do something on my own. I always had that idea of I want to start my own business. Uh, my family never... Uh, they're, they didn't support me. And if they did at some point, they wanted to do shit their way, not my way, you course, know, like yeah. still controlling me. So man, all that stuff really freaking ruined most of my life, you know, like that's, just, that's how I see it, you know, but man, um, after realizing that, that when I was engaged, that shit didn't work. I convinced my dad to sponsor me to go to Costa Rica for a year, try to finish college. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen. I partied for 365 days in Costa Rica. I uh, went back to Guatemala, man, and uh, um, just to spend the last six, seven months of my life there. And I got to a point where I was like, I need to, I need to do something, man. I, 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 I there's, there, there's, I'm nothing, I'm not doing anything with my life at this point. I'm not being productive. I'm about to be 24. I was 24 at that point. I think I'm about to be 25 years old, man. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm literally a fucking loser, you know? Like, I have no money, I have no career, I have no goals, I have no future. If I keep not going this way, I'm just gonna ruin the rest of my life, you know? And man, I was praying one day and like, God, just give me one chance, you know? A couple of weeks later, um, was having some dreams with a friend and then he's like, man, you know, I'm going back to the US, he was born here, you know? And mm -hmm. like, I'm not doing nothing here in Guatemala, man. I need to do something different and you know, the that just clicked in my mind. Like, hey man, do you want to talk to your cousin? Maybe there's an opportunity, some um, position for someone else to go, you know? And yeah, then, yeah. dude, everything went smooth from there. In uh, December 2nd, 2013, I was packing all my shit and leaving my country, one way ticket, burn all the bridges, never looked back, man. It's been seven years since then. Damn. And uh, uh, for the first couple of years, of course i was a mess you know like yeah, dude i landed sure. in i landed in virginia beach with 500 dollars in my pocket that almost blew up in the fucking strip club on the first night that's how, <laughs> <laughs> that's how stupid i was you know welcome to and, uh, <laughs> yeah exactly and it was a waste of time but anyway um man that's how everything started you know and it was uh, in 2015 uh that was my last year legally you know mm -hmm. because i came as a tourist and and i needed made a decision where I stay here or I go back to where I came from. And so you can see, I decided to stay here, but you know, it's interesting because now that I'm thinking about, man, that same year that I became illegal, it was the same year that I first came across like sales training. I came across with Ryan mm -hmm. Stuman's videos oh, wow. on YouTube. You yeah. know, I was working in sales back there. And at that time, man, it's, it's almost, it's almost like, like, it's interesting how, I don't know if you believe in God, I do, but it's, oh, it's yeah. interesting how he put everything in place, you know, because now, not if, not, not, now that I think about it, I was about to start a very dark season in my life, but at the same time, I was getting into all this mindset, into all this self-development stuff, you know, into all this uh, entrepreneurship and, and try to like, oh my God, I like this, you know, I, I like this world. And I just start becoming obsessed 
with entrepreneurship from there, man. You know, it's, and then, dude, it's like an addiction, but it's like a, a positive addiction. Um, getting getting into all this, I'm just shocked that um, you know, you and I are, are just so incredibly similar. Because <laughs> obviously, I'm a first generation immigrant too, and I I did I came in uh, I came back in 2000 for 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 work. I was working. Uh, I was a professional drummer. And then uh, I, I never intended on staying, and then I stayed. And uh, man, we got we got super similar uh, stories. It's actually, I know, man, that's it, crazy. It, it, it might be maybe God's telling us that we need to be friends, man, because this is like yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely, man. You say you're a professional drummer. I always wanted to play drums, man. Maybe you can teach me too. Oh, dude, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like falling off a log, man. Um, one of the one of the best things I've done, and it it ended when COVID came. Unfortunately, one of the best things I've done recently is. Um, a couple of friends of mine opened a school of rock here in town, and I oh, uh, nice. I would go and substitute teach up there, and um, just the the because I qualified as a drum teacher when I was uh, seventeen, and nice. um, the man the, the just seeing the joy on the kids' faces, and it would it would give me joy to teach them, and uh, yeah, and I do miss uh, I do miss drumming. I, I may get back into it, um, you know. I I don't know, but. Um, I wanted to ask you I got a couple more questions before we wrap up today, dude. I want to ask course, you, um, you know, what is the one biggest piece of advice uh, that you've got for somebody that is just starting out in business, be it business in general, be it real estate? You know, there's got to be one lesson that you've learned that you wish you could have learned earlier that you want to share with the listeners today. You know, man, um, I actually had this revelation a couple of weeks ago uh, in one of the Apex Entrepreneurs Meetup. And uh, I was, we were talking about, some people were asking questions. Somebody asked this question, how I can put myself into, into that position when I'm just working and I'm just pushing myself and I'm not afraid of doing stuff. And, and, and you know, man, at, at some point I got upset when I hear that question, you know, mm -hmm. because it's like, 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 man, it's just, just, just one decision away, you know? And uh, I, I interrupted the conversation, man. And I was like, listen, guys, I'm going to tell you something. And I think this is gonna be my piece of advice, man. Like whether you're an entrepreneur, you're ready to start a new business, whatever it is you're trying to do, man. If you feel afraid of doing it, uh, find a way to put yourself against the wall intentionally, mm, you know? Yeah. Because man, here's the thing, Put it. I'm gonna put it to you this way. When I left my country, I didn't have to leave my country, man. I have everything I needed back there, you know? I can just sit here with my dad to die and then have some inheritance and that's it. Yeah. You know, that's the truth. And but man, I, that revelation I got a couple of weeks ago is like, even that I have it all, man, I just decided to, you know what? I don't need this. I didn't build any of this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to find myself. I'm going to have to downgrade myself and put myself in a position where I don't have any other fucking option, but to work my ass off and survive and try to figure out how to, how to, how to deal with this thing we call life. Right. So, Amen. and since then, man, I realized that every single time, Every single time that I started something, every single time that I moved to a different uh, season in my life, uh, it was because I had to put my I put myself intentionally in that position. You know, like I couldn't just say, you know what, I'm just gonna buy my ticket and go back back in 2015, right? Mm -hmm. But me staying here, man, didn't know how long I will be illegal. Uh, that was me putting myself against the freaking wall. Yeah, you know, and I had to figure it out how to survive. I needed to figure out how to work the system. I had to figure out how to make money uh, without having uh, the opportunity to work legally. You know, so yeah, and yeah, the same incredible. thing happened. And the same thing happened when I started a marketing company. The same thing happened when I decided to get my license and join my wife. We were against the wall, you know, and yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna put myself even more against the wall. So 
I kind of like, it, it sounds like crazy, you know, because it's like, how do you put yourself like intentionally under pressure? But man, if you don't, if life, if you don't let in life, put yourself under pressure, you're not going to develop yourself. And it if you're so lazy to do it, yeah, just go ahead and do it. And like, I, like I said to one of these guys in the meetup, he's like, I just want to make sure I find the right, like, he didn't say the right moment to quit his job and start his business. Uh, mm -hmm. He was more afraid of like moving, starting doing something on his, on his own and be ready for when uh, the company that he's working with will find out and then like pretty much fire him. It's like, dude, just, just, you just have to do it. What are you going to wait for? You know, yeah. no, like, you're absolutely right. like you're afraid of speaking uh, in public. Get your no. ass and go speak in public. Not you're anymore. afraid of doing. Yeah. yeah, you're afraid of doing videos, man. Get your ass and start doing live videos on Facebook. That's how I, how I overcome most of my fears. You know, like I was afraid of doing Absolutely. videos. You know, the first time I did my first live video on Facebook was in front of a group of eighty thousand people. You know, the group it oh, was wow. sales start with sales pros. Yeah, that yeah. was the first time, and I was about to shit my pants that day, <laughs> but I did it. You know, I'm and when I started my. Yeah, when I started my podcast too, man, like I didn't know shit about public speaking. It's like this, this idea is that fear in my mind, oh man, but it's going to sound bad. You have an accent, you might mess up things, you know, like, but man, I, I had to put myself against the wall, you know, like, like, I think sometimes you have to really pick up yourself and put yourself in uncomfortable situations instead of waiting that. for life to put you in uncomfortable situations so you it. can get your ass to work, you know? So yeah. I think that will be my advice, man. Whoever is listening right now or in the future is like, dude, you're ready to move forward, but you're still like, oh, I don't know how to do it. Like, just fucking do it, man. You don't have to, like, entrepreneurs, we are, we jump off the cliff and we build the, the, the freaking airplane yes. on our way down, right? <laughs> if you want to be an entrepreneur, that's what you have to do, man, and suck it up because this is not going to be an easy life. You said, stop looking at it as a entrepreneurship. It's a, it's a way of life, man. You know, it is it is something that not many people decide to do. I love my life, man. I love struggling. I, I always said to my wife, I'd rather fucking lose this house and everything I have before I go work with someone else, man, you know? Oh, God, absolutely. And that's difficult to, uh, it's difficult to comprehend if you're not an entrepreneur, if you know, if you don't have that spirit about you. But, uh, man, last time I worked for somebody else, I mean, it was in, what, uh, probably 2003, 2004, I, I would count and divide and figure out how much money I was making per second, and I'd be miserable. I'm like, I'm ready to get out of here. <laughs> and, you know, imperfect action is better than no action whatsoever. Yeah, and exactly. To, to back up your comment, I get told all the time, oh, you're so good on camera. How do you do this? How do you do that? And it was like, click back. Go look back three. Go look back four years on my Facebook profile. I'm terrible. Um, yeah. It's no talent. It's just work and repeating the small steps over time. And any of you guys can do this. Um, you just got to commit to it and be consistent over time. So um, I've got a couple more questions for you. Um, a couple more questions, my friend. All right. So, what would you say now, moving forward through twenty twenty one? Because you know you're you're just crushing it in real estate already on a very short turnaround. Um, what's your goals for the future of the real estate business? Where do you see this going? Well, man, you know, uh, for me, twenty twenty one, our goal right now is to uh, between me and Kayla, uh, we need to have at least it's nothing crazy, you know, five deals a month each mm -hmm. every 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 month uh i'm gonna get it to 10 of each you know that's that's our goal and uh the other goal that we have is to recruit 50 agents under us that's how 2021 looks like for us right now uh which is happening you know like we pretty much get in there in less than two months since that's we started like man. like like uh 
started doing the work into our goals since January 1st, well, even before January, man, but uh, it's happening, you know, like, like we bring it, we start bringing this, this, this people under us. And, and I mean, it is February, right? Uh, yeah. February we're, halfway our, yeah. we're halfway our goal with, uh, with the agents that we need to bring under us every single month, you know, and, um, and just keep doing the work, you know? So that's kind of like where we're going right now this year. But eventually, man, you know, my 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 biggest dream with all this real estate stuff is like I always said from the beginning, man, I'm about to own the state of Texas, man. <laughs> you know? And well, that's and that's and that's my goal. And people is gonna call our team uh, multi-billion produ- uh, real estate producing team. You know, dude, that's some outstanding goals, man. Maybe I can uh, hit you up for some of that recruitment class. Uh, so figure out how you're recruiting because uh, one of the things I've not done is gone uh, is gone hard on EXP recruitment. I've more been focused on building my brand and uh, you know stabilizing my uh, my company, especially through uh, especially through COVID. So, dude, you got some awesome plans. All right, Pedro. Before we finish up, my friend, uh, tell everybody that's listening where they can find you and where they can follow you online. Absolutely, man. So I'm pretty much usually on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, but the easiest way to find me, man, is just go to Pedro Meneses. Uh, Meneses is M-E-N-E-S-E-S. Pedro Meneses dot online. And that's pretty much you can find all uh, links to uh, a real estate business, to my uh, marketing company, to my podcast. And then you can find every single social media where I have an active profile. And that's the easiest way to contact me because you have every single option you can find in the world to contact me. So yeah, for that sure, will be man. the best option yeah, to find me, you know, because, um, yeah, you want to follow me on Instagram, just go there. My link is there. You want to uh, send me a friend request on Facebook, you can go there, LinkedIn, whatever you want to do. But that's the easiest way to find me, man. Pedro Menezes dot online. Yeah. And we'll put that, uh, we'll put that in the show notes, of course, so the people listening could just jump in there and, uh, and click on that. So, uh, man, thank you so much for hanging out with us, Pedro. It's been an absolute honor to have you on as a guest and, um, yeah, wishing you all the best of luck in the future with the real estate thing. And uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing uh, a lot more of each other as these, uh, as these meetups go on. So thank you, sir, for coming on. I appreciate it. Hey, no, man. Thanks. Thanks to you for inviting me, man. I really have a good time and um, it's excited to see you crushing it too, man. Like seeing your podcast growing and, and doing all this stuff, you know, I'm grateful to having people uh, like you in my, in my network, man. It's, it's been a blessing and, and I'm looking forward to connect more, man. We definitely need to connect more. We need definitely need to see what we can collaborate and, and how we can support each other and even serve that as an example for your audience, my audience and everybody out there, you know? Absolutely, my friend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that has been Pedro Meneses, uh, realtor, podcaster, and uh, marketer extraordinaire. Thanks again for coming on, Pedro. And thank you to you guys for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to jump on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and uh, helps a few more people find the show and spread the word. All right, guys, I've been Sam, the small business surgeon, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will catch you in the next one. Take care. This episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast has been brought to you by the Well Hung Art Gallery, professionally mounting since 2020. Be sure to listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your silly podcasts. Take care and have yourselves a wonderful day. <laughs>